Thank you, Tim, for having me. I look forward to having a conversation with you and your listeners. And tell me, by the way, you're going to be in town, going to be in Athens and in Watkinsville tomorrow. Yes, I am. You know, I, I love, uh, how can you not like Clark County? How can you not like uh, Oglethorpe and Oconee County? I'll be going through there, meeting people, going to mom and pop shops, uh, stopping in on businesses, just talking to everyday people. Um, we're gonna, we have several stops playing, restaurants and, and some of the uh, – the coffee shops, just getting in and, uh, you know, just having that conversation. Hey, here's, I'm Vernon, and here, I want to know what you're thinking, your views. What do you want to see in your, your representative in Washington? Um, I think it's important to be more on a listening tour than, than anything else. So I just want to listen to what people are saying. You know, too many times, Tim, people – I mean, I'm sorry. Too many times uh, p- people, Tim, will, will do all of the uh, – candidates will do all the talking, not listening. I just want to hear what people have to say. I think it's important. All right, let's let's talk about the decision to leave the governor's race. Uh, you were in it before David Perdue was, but you've stepped back from the governor's race, and now the decision to run for Congress. Step us through that process. What happened? Well, uh, you, you know, I had a, uh, I was very concerned, like many Georgians, about election integrity. We saw what happened, how Stacey Abrams cut a backroom deal with the attorney general, the governor, secretary of state. We lost two U.S. Senate seats. Uh, we lost the president's election. People lost faith in the election process and whether or not their vote was going to be accurately counted. And so, yes, um, I pursued running for governor, uh, pushing issues like constitutional carry that had died out. Nobody was pushing that. Pushing issues like banning CRT in our schools. There's no place for that. Uh, and also making sure that uh, ch- children have school choice or parents have school choice. Parents need more involvement. Uh, and the choice of their child's education, where they should go, whether it's private school or homeschool, other schools. So the issues I was pushing, conservative issues, actually resonated not only with, with, with Kemp and also with Purdue. And you saw them pick that up. And now you look at the legislature, they're stumbling over to pass these conservative measures that I campaign on. Uh, obviously, I wanted President Trump's endorsement for, for governing, but he endorsed uh, um, George David Purdue. And David's a good person. Don't get me wrong. The president felt as though that I had a bigger voice and a louder voice that I should be a part of Washington and go to Washington as the United States Congress as they plan to take back the Congress in 2022 and take back the White House in 2024. I am a team player. I do care about my country. Uh, obviously, I'm better suited to take on the squad as well. And so uh, th- that's where we are now. I'm running the 10th Congressional District. I feel at home. I, I had lived in Greensboro, Georgia. So uh, I'm a country boy, born and raised on a farm, conservative values. And so I fit right in with the 10th Congressional District. And to be a louder voice, who best can fight the squad uh, better than me, Tim? Well, let's talk about that for a moment, Vernon Jones, a listener on social media expressing that concern already. Well, he doesn't live in the district. Uh, is, is that going to be a concern for you? More to the point, you think it's going to matter to the voters? And would you move into the district if you happen to win? Uh, well, first of all, uh, I've lived in the district before, so I'm coming back home. And here's what's important is not whether I live in the district, uh, it's whether the district lives in the person. Those values of the 10th district live within me. There are people, there are rhinos who live in the district, uh, but they don't represent the district's values. But I am, uh, obviously, I'm moving into the district. I want to be in the district. I'm moving back to the district. So uh, that's not an issue at all. And you know, just like Marjorie Green, she did not live in the district. She lived in Metro Atlanta, moved into the district, and she's doing a hell of a job. So it's more important. what's more important is, does the district live in the person? Because, again, I'm seeing these rhinos who's, who's falling by the wayside, who's not doing what they say they're going to do. 
I have the background experience. I'm the only one that has 12 years of a legislative experience, the only one uh, that's actually ran a government. So when you look at my background, my experience, my conservative values, uh, and by the way, I'm the only one out of 12 candidates that President Trump has endorsed. Why? Because he feels as though that I, I am a big supporter of American First Agenda, and I would best represent uh, the 10th Congressional District, work with him up in Washington. Here's something else I get uh, when, when the name Vernon Jones comes up, uh, and you probably get this too. I'm sure you do, maybe more than me. Well, that guy used to be a Democrat. He's still a, he's still a liberal. He's still a Democrat. And and, and I'll, I'll tell you about me from that perspective here. This isn't an endorsement. It's just a, it's just one of those things that, that strikes me as strange. When I hear someone criticize you in this instance or anyone else who, for, for the sake of this discussion, used to be a Democrat but is now a Republican, I, I'm thinking to myself, as a conservative, isn't that what I want? Don't I want people to, to see the light and have conversions, political or otherwise? I, I, to me, that sounds like a non-issue. I, I, I don't know how much of an issue it is for you. Oh, it's not an issue. As a matter of fact, you're absolutely right. Look, Ronald Reagan was a Democrat. Sonny Perdue was a Democrat. Nathan Deal was a Democrat. Currently, right now, Bob McDonald was a Democrat. Uh, and by the way, Donald Trump was a Democrat. But who has failed us has been the Republican rhinos like Lynn Cheney, uh, Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and some others. So, uh, And you would think, look at the Republican Party. If the Republican Party doesn't grow, where is it going to go? The sun is setting right now in the Republican Party. Why? Because they're not doing a good enough job to engage young people and conservative minorities. This party has to grow or else it is going to be a state run by Stacey Abrams. And so when I hear them say that, you would wonder, like, don't you want to build your party? Don't you want, like you said, people to see the light? Uh, but what's killing us are those rhinos and those actually those plants. You have some plants that's in the Republican Party uh, having backdoor channels with liberals. Uh, look, who stood on the front line more than I did with President Trump? Uh, across this state and across this country. Nobody in Republican leadership, I can't think of one in the Republican leadership, from governor, lieutenant governor, to attorney general, who stood out and fought for election integrity, called them out, who stood up for American First Agenda. Who did? And I was a Democrat, Tim. I had more to lose than anybody else. But I've always been raised conservative. I am conservative. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. And I want to say, again, you are absolutely right. Folks, where are we going to go? If we don't grow this party, if we don't maintain those conservative values and reach out to young people and others, where are we going to be? We're going to be lost. Thank you, Tim, for having me. I look forward to having a conversation with you and your listeners. And tell me, by the way, you're going to be in town, going to be in Athens and in Watkinsville tomorrow. Yes, I am. You know, I, I love uh, – how can you not like Clark County? How can you not like uh, Oberthorpe and Oconee County? I'll be going through there, meeting people, going to mom-and-pop shops. Uh, stopping in on businesses, just talking to everyday people. Um, we're gonna we have several stops playing restaurants and and some of the uh, the coffee shops. Just getting in and uh, you know just having that conversation. Hey, here's I'm Vernon, and here I want to know what you're thinking, your views. What do you want to see in your your representative in Washington? Um, I think it's important to be more on a listening tour than than anything else. So I just want to listen to what people are saying. You know, too many times, Tim, people, I mean, I'm sorry, too many times uh, people, Tim, will will do all of the, uh, candidates will do all the talking, not listening. I just want to hear what people have to say. I think it's important. All right, let's, let's talk about the decision to leave the governor's race. Uh, you were in it before David Perdue was, but you've stepped back from the governor's race and now the decision to run for Congress. Step us through that process. What happened? Well, uh, you, you know, I had a uh, 
I was very concerned, like many Georgians, about election integrity. We saw what happened, how Stacey Abrams cut a backroom deal with the attorney general, the governor, secretary of state. We lost two U.S. Senate seats. Uh, we lost the president's election. People lost faith in the election process and whether or not their vote was going to be accurately counted. And so, yes, um, I pursued running for governor, uh, pushing issues like constitutional carry that had died out. Nobody was pushing that, pushing issues like banning CRT in our schools. There's no place for that. Uh, and also making sure that uh, ch- children have school choice or parents have school choice. Parents need more involvement uh, in the choice of their child's education, where they should go, whether it's private school or homeschool, other schools. So the issues I was pushing, conservative issues, actually resonated not only with, with, with Kemp and also with Purdue. And you saw them pick that up. And now you look at the legislature, they're stumbling over to pass these conservative measures that I campaign on. Uh, obviously, I wanted President Trump's endorsement for, for governing, but he endorsed, uh, um, endorsed David Perdue. And David's a good person. Don't get me wrong. The president felt as though that I had a bigger voice and a louder voice that I should be a part of Washington and go to Washington as the United States Congress as they plan to take back the Congress in 2022 and take back the White House in 2024. I am a team player. I do care about my country. Uh, obviously, I'm better suited to take on the squad as well. And so uh, th- that's where we are now. I'm running the 10th Congressional District. I feel at home. I, I had lived in Greensboro, Georgia. So uh, I'm a country boy, born and raised on a farm, conservative values. And so I fit right in with the 10th Congressional District. And to be a louder voice, who best can fight the squad uh, better than me, Tim? Well, let's talk about that for a moment, Vernon Jones, a listener on social media expressing that concern already. Well, he doesn't live in the district. Uh, is, is that going to be a concern for you? More to the point, you think it's going to matter to the voters? And would you move into the district if you happen to win? Uh, well, first of all, uh, I've lived in the district before, so I'm coming back home. And here's what's important is not whether I live in the district, uh, it's whether the district lives in the person. Those values of the 10th district live within me. There are people, there are rhinos who live in the district, uh, but they don't represent the district's values. But I am, uh, obviously, I'm moving into the district. I want to be in the district. I'm moving back to the district. So uh, that's not an issue at all. And you know, just like Marjorie Green, she did not live in the district. She lived in Metro Atlanta, moved into the district, and she's doing a hell of a job. So it's more important. what's more important is, does the district live in the person? Because, again, I'm seeing these rhinos who's, who's falling by the wayside, who's not doing what they say they're going to do. I have the background experience. I'm the only one that has 12 years of a legislative experience, the only one uh, that's actually ran a government. So when you look at my background, my experience, my conservative values, uh, and by the way, I'm the only one out of 12 candidates that President Trump has endorsed. Why? Because he feels as though that I I am a big supporter of American First Agenda, and I would best represent uh, the 10th Congressional District, work with him up in Washington. Here's something else I get uh, when when the name Vernon Jones comes up, uh, and you probably get this too. I'm sure you do, maybe more than me. Well, that guy used to be a Democrat. He's still a he's still a liberal. He's still a Democrat. And and I'll, I'll tell you about me from that perspective here. This isn't an endorsement. It's just a, it's just one of those things that that strikes me as strange when I hear someone criticize you in this instance or anyone else who, for for the sake of this discussion, used to be a Democrat but is now a Republican. I'm thinking to myself, as a conservative, isn't that what I want? Don't I want people to to see the light and have conversions, political or otherwise? To me, that sounds like a non-issue. I I, I don't know how much of an issue it is for you. 
Oh, it's not an issue. As a matter of fact, you're absolutely right. Look, Ronald Reagan was a Democrat. Sonny Perdue was a Democrat. Nathan Deal was a Democrat. Currently, right now, Bob McDonald was a Democrat. Uh, and by the way, Donald Trump was a Democrat. But who has failed us has been the Republican rhinos like Lynn Cheney, uh, Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and some others. So, uh, And you would think, look at the Republican Party. If the Republican Party doesn't grow, where is it going to go? The sun is setting right now in the Republican Party. Why? Because they're not doing a good enough job to engage young people and conservative minorities. This party has to grow or else it is going to be a state run by Stacey Abrams. And so when I hear them say that, you would wonder, like, don't you want to build your party? Don't you want, like you said, people to see the light? Uh, but what's killing us are those rhinos and those actually those plants. You have some plants that's in the Republican Party uh, having backdoor channels with liberals. Uh, look, who stood on the front line more than I did with President Trump? Uh, across this state and across this country. Nobody in Republican leadership, I can't think of one in the Republican leadership, from governor, lieutenant governor, to attorney general, who stood out and fought for election integrity, called them out, who stood up for American First Agenda. Who did? And I was a Democrat, Tim. I had more to lose than anybody else. But I've always been raised conservative. I am conservative. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. And I want to say, to, again, you are absolutely right. Folks, where are we going to go? If we don't grow this party, if we don't maintain those conservative values and reach out to young people and others, where are we going to be? We're going to be lost.